Greenland Precious Guerra and welcome to this episode of After the Fact where we get to see things more clearly. We get a better sense of truth. So let's start by dissecting the news. President Duterte is facing some serious allegation this late in his administration. It began with a commission audit report that found deficiencies in the how the health department spent or failed to spend billions of pesos in COVID-19 funds. Part of this was a huge contract amounting to 8.7 billion pesos backed by a company with limited capitalization and whose incorporators are now nowhere to be found. But here's the sad part. Medical supplies such as face masks and face shields were allegedly overpriced several times over. In response, Duterte's spokesman Harry Roque claimed that personal protective equipment bought under the previous Aquino administration were also overpriced. Tonight, we'll speak with Attorney Abigail Valte, Aquino's former deputy presidential spokeswoman, to shed more light about this controversy. Good evening, uh, Attorney Valte, and thank you for joining us on the program. Hi, Christian. Good evening. Good evening to all your viewers. Okay, before we talk about the ongoing investigation by the Senate into this uh, formerly contract worth uh, 8.7 billion pesos, I'd like to get your side regarding this uh, this comment coming from Alacanang, from Secretary Roque, that you guys also purchased uh, overpriced PPEs during your time. Was this true? Well, well, I think let's just let the document speak for itself. Um it was obviously quite an underhanded tactic to release half of a purchase document, a purchase order, which they did when he was making that quite dramatic um, announcement. Um, when I, I heard about it, I did a little research. I dug into the files and, you know, thankfully I, I found um, some of uh, the purchase orders, specifically the one from June twenty. 16 and uh, I think September 2015. So, ito kasi I think uh, Senate Minority Leader Frank Drillon said it best. Diba? This is trollish behavior. Um, it's meant to distract. It's meant to divert. It's meant to gaslight people into forgetting that they have been unable to this day respond to questions about the procurement um, undertaken by former Undersecretary Lau. Okay, before I ask you about the ongoing controversy, let's talk about this purchase that you allegedly, that you, support, that you made. Uh, this was in 2016, right? So you're talking here of 3,750 PPEs, right? Was there um, any price? Well, you know, you can see that it's a set. No, the first thing I should, I want to point out that based on the documents, um, the PPEs that were uh, purchased were a set. It's not just the gown. It's not just the head cap. It's everything from the plastic shoe covers to the N95 mask, to the surgical mask, to the coveralls, to the goggles, the anti-fog goggles. They were all purchased as part of a set. If I'm not mistaken, there are eight items there. And those eight items make up the unit price for each set. Okay. And basically, can this actually be compared with the purchase made by the procurement service of the Department of Budget and Management, which is now in question, worth 8.7 billion pesos? I mean, can they be compared technically? Well, technically, 
actually, yes, we should be able to compare because any bidding document starts with the, what we call the technical specifications. Diba? Kasi ang gobyerno, hindi yan pwedeng mag-request ng brand. Hindi niya pwedeng sabihin, gusto kong bumili ng brand X or ng brand A. So kailangan ilagay sa bidding documents kung ano yung specifications. Kailangan in simple terms i-describe kung ano yung mga requirements. So nakita natin dun sa purchase order that I, I posted earlier on social media that all the items that were part of the procurement were specifically described. At uh, eventually, dahil purchase order na to, nilagay na rin kung ano yung brand na ibinigay nung nag-supply sa DOH at that time. So it's a DOH that uh, comes out with those specifications, right? Yes, kasi DOH ang end user niya. Okay. Now in this case, do you always go for the lowest bidder given these specifications or not? Given the, spe- um, given the specifications in the procurement process, kasi lahat yan magbibigay, bibigyan sila ng authorized, kasabihin sa kanila, ito lang po ang budget ng um, ABC, the authorized bid contract or the price. So anybody who wants to bid must submit all their documents, dadaan yan ng bidding agency through what we call competitive bidding. Hmm. Diba? Tapos kapag binuksan na yung bid documents na kitang nag-qualify, doon na magko-compare ng presyo kung ano ang sinabmit ni supplier A versus sinabmit ni supplier C. So okay. kung sino ang pinakamababa ang presyo, yun ang mananalo ng bid. But you have to uh, make sure that uh, everyone meets the technical specifications included yes. in the bid, right? Yes. Because you don't correct. want to be shortchanged. Yes, Now, in this correct. case, um, I understand the contract granted to Formally Pharmaceuticals Incorporated or Corporation uh, was a negotiated contract uh, because supposedly this was done uh, during the pandemic. But what are the safeguards usually uh, for the public to make sure that their precious money is not wasted or pocketed by anyone? Una, very basic, no? ang tinatawag dyan sa procurement is due diligence. Kailangan mong tingnan kung meron bang kapasidad kahit negotiated procurement, kahit emergency situation, kailangan tingnan ng nagpo-procure or ng bibili kung may kapasidad. Simple lang yung usapan dyan. Kung kailangan kong bumili ng, um, ng, ng kontrata or ng mga supplies under that contract worth 8 billion pesos, kailangan kong tignan yung nagsusupply. Meron ba itong pampondo? Kasi tandaan natin, Christian, kapag you enter into a procurement contract with government, hindi naman ina-advance ang pera sa supplier. Binabayaran yan kapag na-fulfill na or na-deliver na lahat ng item. So, ibig sabihin, ang isang supplier, kailangan may pampondo ka. Paano mo ipapaluwal? Paano mo bibilin yung isusupply mo sa gobyerno kung ang kapasidad ng, ng kumpanya mo ay napakaliit compared dun sa mga kontratang na-award sa inyo. Yeah, this this is why senators are raising, are raising questions regarding the 625,000 capitalization of the company when in fact the contract that it bagged was worth 8.7 billion pesos. I mean, this was a trading company, I understand. So they didn't exactly manufacture the the Correct. products that were purchased. As like, naging go-between sila, no? Correct. So parang ang lumalabas, middleman sila. Sinors nila sa iba kasi hindi nga sila manufacturer. Um, so ang tanong dyan is, papano ang isang kumpanya na 
pa, parang isipin mo na lang na isang sari-sari store sa kanto ng bahay ninyo, sa barangay ninyo, paano yan nakapag-supply sa buong Pilipinas ng grocery items? Parang ganun yun eh. Parang ano ang kapasidad ng isang kumpanya na makapag-deliver sa kontratang ito. So that's basic due diligence. I-check mo kung tama ba yung address na ibinigay sa'yo. Uh, I-check mo yung background ng kumpanya. Bagong kumpanya ba yan? Or isa ba tong kumpanyang matagal na na nandito sa Pilipinas? Kung baga reputable. Parang tayo lang. Pag bumibili tayo online, syempre, sinecheck natin kung sino ba yung bibilhan natin. Diba? Kung tayong mga ordinaryo, ganun ang behavior natin. All the more, yung mga ahensya ng gobyerno na naglalabas ng napakalaking halaga na pero ng taong bayan. Okay. Was it clear? Has it been made clear so far based on what uh, have been revealed in Senate investigations that this company was clearly favored by the PSDBM? Um, siguro kung titignan natin, hindi pa natin tingin ko ha, nagsisimula pa lang ito. The Senate has only started. We have not yet seen the width, we have not yet seen the breadth of the involvement of Farmally in all of um, these contracts. We are only seeing part of um, what the Senate has discovered. And hopefully, as the investigation continues, um, mas makita pa ng taong bayan kung gano'ng nga ba kalalim at gano'ng ba kalawak ang involvement ng Farmally sa mga naging emergency procurement ng gobyerno. Now, speaking of uh, due diligence, uh, the, the argument coming from Secretary Roque was that there's a difference between the corporation and the owners, right? So you don't need to check the background because you're dealing with the company. This was after it was revealed, I think, by Senator Ontiveros that certain uh, officials of the company, both in the Philippines and in Taiwan, were facing charges of financial... Um, oh, in the nature of uh, criminal uh, activities. Financial fraud in Taiwan. Uh, Alam mo, splitting hairs na lang yung ginagawa. Oo, um, ginagawa na lang, splitting hairs na lang yung ginagawa ni Attorney Roque. Kasi po pwede bang, kasama sa due diligence ng kahit anong banko, uh, ng kahit anong ahensya ng gobyerno, yung titignan mo yung kumpanya, syempre, titignan mo kung sino ang may-ari ng mga kumpanya. Kahit sabihin natin merong tinatawag na separate juridical entity, ang isang kumpanya na hiwalay sa mga may nagmamayari sa kanya, kasama pa rin ang due diligence yon. Parang common sense lang naman na titignan mo ang kumpanya, titignan mo kung sino may-ari. Now, they also buy the, the argument that um, under Secretary Christopher Lau, basically acted on his, on his own in his capacity as the head of the procurement service of the DBN, DBM back then and awarded this contract to formally and that no one above him may, might have influenced such big a transaction. Alam mo, sa laki ng perang pinag-uusapan natin, parang mahirap, uh, mahirap tanggapin na iisang tao lang yung nag-approve or nag, kumbaga, naglakas na loob na gawin yung mga ganitong bagay. So hopefully, um, the continuing Senate investigation will reveal more about this particular point. And uh, what do you make of the reaction uh, made by the President lately? He actually assailed the Senate investigations and insulted some of the senators. 
I mean, during your time, uh, during the time of the late Benigno Aquino III, of course, have to be frank about this. Yes. The sitting president always gets to control Congress, in particular the House, and the sitting president gets to control, uh, in large part, the Senate. But of course, as they say, the 24 senators are 24 separate republics given their individual mandates because they were elected nationally. So in the case of yes. uh, uh, the late President Aquino, he also somehow controlled the Senate. Okay, I don't want to go into that. My point is, you've seen uh, certain episodes wherein the president and the senators also clashed. But what's mm-hmm. different here with what we see, what, with what we are seeing from and hearing from the president? Alam mo, Christian, you know, I agree, no? Not just in the administration of former President um, Noynoy Aquino. Um, if you recall, even. Um, under the term of President Gloria Macapagal Arroyo, there was a clash with the Senate, diba? which is why she issued uh, EO-464. Yeah. Um, that was a big issue back then. So um, any administration will have... Um, it's, the, it's the nature of the system. Independent ang isang co-equal branch of government. Magkakaroon at magkakaroon niya ng sigalot, so to speak. Pero ito kasi tumitindi dahil meron ng, meron ng body shaming, may personal attacks na, um, meron ng mga pagmamando na huwag kayong, huwag niyong ituloy yan, um, in, huwag niyong itigil ang investigasyon. Nanonood ako kanina ng TV Patrol before um, we came on to the program. So, um, it's escalating, certainly, and it is also indicative of the desperation, I think, of the incumbent because it shows you that when he's lashing out, then something is hurting. So, iniinda niya in short? Oo. I think you can see it in the behavior. Prior to this, he would give his taped address once a week. I think in the past two weeks, he's come out twice a week about with his taped, uh, with his taped um, speeches, to say it charitably. But, and they have also been, and um full defense din sila. That's why they're trying to drag as many people into this issue as possible um, in an attempt to really obfuscate at paguluhin. Kung baga, labu-labu na lang para maguluhan na lang yung tao, hindi na makikay. And of course, we're talking of, uh, of a big amount of money and we're not even sure whether uh, the controversy or the questionable contract only involved $8.7 billion. There might be more. So, there is a need to actually look into those things. Because again, uh, in the end, we're talking about people's money, taxpayer money. And it's a job of the senators as part of a co-equal and separate branch of government uh, to exercise their oversight function. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Attorney Valde, for joining us tonight. Thank you, Christian. Thank you.